I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Former President Bill Clinton won office in the 1990s by appealing to voters with an incredibly simple message It's the economy, stupid. Now, the headlines say that many political analysts uh, have already come to the foregone conclusion that Republicans will win back Congress uh, because of the economy. But is it? Or is there something more at play? What is the message uh, that is going to resonate with voters across the country in 2022? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Really pleased to have joining us back on the program once again, Chris Steyerwalt, uh, that you've all known and followed for so long. And, of course, now with The Dispatch uh, and also doing uh, some of his great writing work with uh, AEI as well. Of course, his uh, podcast, which we always feature on this program, we'll put that up on our social media so you can link to that today. Chris, thanks for joining us. My pleasure. Great to talk to you. Well, as we uh, come down the uh, the slow-moving train wreck that is uh, Congress in the uh, final days of the year, as they always do, uh, we have a host of things, uh, many of which are connecting to the economy, uh, whether it's funding the government, uh, dealing with the debt ceiling, uh, the Build Back Better agenda, and all of those kinds of things. Uh, but it seems to me that more and more the, the White House is missing the connection uh, with real people with just simple things like inflation and cost of gas and energy. Uh, as you look at look forward uh, into the 2022 midterms, uh, what are you seeing from a messaging standpoint? You know, if one of the things that I learned and, and a, a great mentor of mine uh, in West Virginia taught me, and if you were to say, Chris, what one uh, indicator would you want to be able to foretell the outcome of an election, gas prices would be a pretty good one. Gas prices would be a pretty good one because uh, it incorporates a lot of information into it. And for the persuadable voters, the folks who are, you know, basically a, a good way to think about this is the persuadable voters in most elections are middle class voters and they're suburban voters. Right. We know in the United States, rural America has gotten redder as uh, urban America has gotten bluer. And the suburbs are about half of the vote, and they are middle class. And the reality is, if you, if it costs me $50 to fill up my Volkswagen, uh, that's a lot of money. And those consequences are real. We talk about, you know, and I think this has been true with critical race theory as well, there is an, an intellectual or academic understanding about inflation uh, that it relates to the uh, uh, supply of money, that relates to the, the speed of money, that relates to these things that if in your macroeconomics class that they talked about. When Americans talk about inflation, 
they're talking about things costing more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? They, they associate it with higher costs. Yeah. And part of the problem for Biden and the Democrats is what? There's not much that they can do, especially since the supply chain problems have exacerbated. So you have a lot of things driving higher prices, massive federal spending, massive federal deficit spending being one of them, uh, and uh, the supply chain disruptions being another one. And then also just the fact that there's a ton of pent-up demand right. after a, a bunch of Americans couldn't spend money in 2020. In 2021, they find themselves able to do it. So you've got a triple whammy, none of which, well, two of which the uh, Biden administration or Democrats in Congress can't really do anything about Pete Buttigieg can do as many appearances on Face the Nation as he wants, and it's still not going to fix the supply chain. So all of that is true. The one thing that they have control over, which is how much money is being dumped by the federal government into the economy, uh, they can't address because their own party. Uh, if Joe Biden came out today and said, you know, inflation is out of control, we're going to dial back on uh, our spending, uh, they would they would come for his head. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, uh, it's such an interesting thing to see, because as the the president keeps delivering, I think he, the staff is just doing a cut and paste. Uh, he keeps giving the same speech over and over, expecting a, a different outcome. But it just comes across as so tone deaf and tin eared uh, on what does it take to fill up the gas <laughs> tank in the car? And how come when I get to the checkout stand at the grocery store, it's really empty in my basket because <laughs> I can't uh, – everything's costing mm-hmm. so much more. And so that, that messaging seems so off. And the American people seem so disconnected. Uh, I saw a poll this week that said 91 percent of Americans uh, think that the worst of inflation is still yet to come. Uh, that they're expecting it to get worse, not better. And uh, I think it was almost 70% uh, said that all the spending in Washington is making the inflation worse. Uh, so that's clearly the problem for uh, the administration and, and congressional Democrats in the midterms. What do the Republicans do from a messaging standpoint uh, to make sure uh, they don't do what they're often really good at, which is uh, you know grasping uh, defeat from the jaws of victory? Well, I think the, the objective, if you're Kevin McCarthy, uh, is to make like a hole in the water, right? Uh, you don't want to be in the news. You don't want to create a stir of your own. When you have these moments where you have members, whether it's Marjorie Taylor Greene or whoever, what Democrats need from Republicans is lunacy, right? Um, we have a we're at a, a, a sad moment in our American political history when neither party wants to be the normal party. Neither party wants to be the majority party. I think American voters, and this explains part of Biden's success, and it also helps explain how Biden won while Republicans gained seats in the House, that the reverse coattails that Joe Biden had in 2020. Normal would be just Americans would just love normal. They would just love it <laughs> if, if one of the formerly great political parties could find a way to act and sound normal. There are uh, unfortunate incentives for abnormality. Uh, there are media, uh, both social and traditional media, rewards for being a weirdo. Uh, and also the way our primary election system works, weirdness uh, can be uh, not only a virtue, but it can be necessary. But So then you go to general election voters. Right. Uh, and this is the place where Republicans have, have seen their numbers slide in these suburban areas over time as they got too weird. Now, if you're McCarthy, let's put it this way. The average gain or the average loss of seats for the party in power 
in the first term of a president since Ronald Reagan is 28 seats. Democrats, uh, Republicans need five, four. And it's very likely, uh, it is, uh, I'll say 95% likely, that uh, Republicans will take the House of Representatives. The Senate is a much, it's a much bigger toss up. There's a, there's a look because of the, because it's one state at a time and because candidate selection matters so much more, uh, the Senate, you know, you pick them. Republicans could win the Senate. Democrats could win the Senate. Either of them could win it, you know, with three extra seats to spare or whatever. Who knows? But the House, since it tends to more broadly reflect the national popular vote, right now the Republican, if, if the election were being held today, I would say the Republicans would pick up 30, 35 seats in the House. Um, so if that's the direction that it's going, what you want if you're the Republicans is to not be in the news, to not be the story to just don't have that be about you and then benefit from people's frustration with the Democrats. Well, so much of the political success these days uh, really does come down to what kind of candidate do you field? How are the Republicans and Democrats doing? Uh, What are the problems of this uh, cult of personality that seems to be developing where being part of Congress is really just a platform uh, for whatever you're going after? And uh, we're going to continue this conversation with Chris Steyerwalt coming up next. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.